Hey folks, I wanted to take a moment to tell you a little bit about a tool that I use every month. It's called Text Expander, and I, I get a monthly email from them where they report on how much time I have saved by using Text Expander. And I just love getting this because I'm looking at last month and I saved close to an hour and 17 minutes using Text Expander. If you're, if you're not familiar with it, Text Expander basically allows you to insert uh, snippets of text in any app from a library of content that you have created. So I have simple things like my email address and my phone number and my home address, all the way to email templates that I've created or answers to questions that I answer all the time. I can easily shoot these snippets into any app, any email, any document that I'm creating, and it saves a ton of time. Um, I would love for you to check them out. If you are interested in using Text Expander, just go to dannyosmond.com slash textexpander for more information. Welcome back to Podcast Strategies. I know it's been a long time since I released an episode. It has been, you know, a chaotic year for everyone. I know that. Back in early 2020, I was getting ready to start season three of this podcast and had already started to record some new interviews with people uh, wanting to hear about how they use podcasts in their business. And then a pandemic hit. And I know unlike a lot of people who have maybe had issues with employment, they've lost their jobs, my business, helping people launch podcasts and helping people manage their podcasts became essential in a way to some businesses out there that had lost their ability to network, lost their ability to meet in person with people. And so we actually increased and grew in size in terms of the clients we were helping and also adding to our team of editors and copywriters and graphic designers and project managers. We later in the year had to hire a director of operations just to keep everything moving. So during that last year, you know, I've I've been feeling for all of the people that have struggled and, and also been sick and the people we've lost at the same time being thankful that I was part of a growing business. And, and so, you know, during the year, helping our clients and helping more people get heard and, and start their own podcasts in, in many different ways, I just did not have time to get back to this podcast. So I'm jumping back in here in 2021. Things have started to settle down a little bit, and I want to get back to helping you all grow your podcasts, grow your communities, your influence, grow your businesses through this wonderful medium. And I wanted to talk about something today where, you know, lately I've been running into podcasters who are very experienced podcasters, you know, people with 50 episodes, 100 episodes, 200 episodes. But, you know, over the last 100 episodes, 50 episodes, they their growth has been kind of stagnant. And they were, you know, picking my brain and asking me, you know, why I thought that might be. Yeah, their numbers have been consistent. They're not losing anybody, but they're not adding any new listeners. And you know, the first thing I asked was, well, how often do you really engage with your listeners? How often do you tell your story? How often do you talk about 
how you used to be in your listener's shoes and where you've come from. And I was surprised to hear, because you know we hear about this all the time in branding, you know, tell your story, tell your story. I was surprised to hear that many of these podcasters had never really told their story. You know, they just sort of had this idea for a podcast and they jumped in and they got listeners and they just kept going. They kept interviewing people because they were enjoying that, but they never talked about themselves. They never found a way to engage and they never really asked the question, you know, why really does this podcast exist? And so that's what I want to answer today is figuring out how you would answer that question. Why does it exist? Why is it there? And the first step I have, and and I go back, I mean, this is something you should do before you start a podcast. This is something where if you're already 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 episodes in, maybe consider going back in and replacing your first few episodes so that you can tell the story. And I start out with a process called the Personal Brand 3. This was created by my friend uh, and one of our clients, actually, Mike Kim, who's a personal branding expert. He is the host of the Brand You podcast, which is the number one personal branding podcast out there um, on Apple Podcasts and, and many other charts. And he asks these three questions of anyone he helps figure out their personal brand. And the first question is, what pisses you off? Okay. And, and he asked people to go really deep, you know, what really angers you? What stirs your blood? And answer that question. It can be personal. It can be in business. For me, you know, the thing that really pisses me off is when people don't understand the full story of an issue or something like that. That's partly why I love podcasting so much is people get that chance to hear real stories, nuanced stories and go deep. So you answer that question. And the second question is, what breaks your heart? So what are you passionate about? Like, what makes you sad? For me, it's it's people who are underprivileged. It's people who don't have the chance to get out of their situation, which again contributes to why I want people to podcast, why I want people to get messages out there. And then the third question is, what problem are you trying to solve? You, you probably already have a business. You probably already help clients. So what problems are you solving? And if you can connect those, that can really define the story that you tell or the why behind your podcast. Why are you doing this podcast that you've created? Tell that story. Tell people where you came from, what you saw that pissed you off or that made you sad, that really broke your heart. And and why are you now trying to solve this problem for people? Tell that story. The next thing you can do is think about, you know, who are your best clients? What pain points do they have? How often have you talked about those? Now, likely you've talked about those a lot, but I tell people to go back to their early episodes, usually episode three, episode four, episode five, and really get into what are the common questions you answer? What are the pain points you see? What are the problems you solve? And talk about those as part of why this podcast exists, why, what, what your story is, where you come from. So it's really good then to take those answers from the personal brand three and then the questions about your best client and, and, and determine what your topic is. Like, what is the why of your podcast? Why is it there? <clears throat> what should you talk about? You may have lost your way as you've gotten hundreds of episodes in and and think about, you know, you've been meandering all over the place with your topic. If you go back to these questions, you can really refine what you're, what you're covering and, and 
in a way, what you're doing is you're lighting a fire under certain listeners that may have just been sticking around because they like the content, but they, they came in for a reason. And that was because you at one point mentioned this thing that was really essential to your brand. And they haven't really been telling anyone because you haven't lit that fire in them in a while. So, so think about that. If you really refine it down to what your, your key message is and your key why for your podcast and always come back to that, it can really help you grow. Now, as you're thinking about why your podcast exists, it's always good at the beginning and as you're going on to continue doing market research. You know, occasionally go in to Apple Podcasts in their app, other apps, and scroll down. There's this there's this section under your podcast that shows like what other podcasts people listen to that also listen to your show. That's a great way to look at that. Or once you've determined what your why is for your podcast, search that why search that topic and see what else is out there see what they're talking about this is a great way to get um, other ideas but it's also a great way to get ideas of what shows you might show up on as an expert as a guest shows to pitch and then to really continue to to solve this problem of stagnant growth and consistency that is consistently staying the same but not growing it's a really good idea to create an ideal listener. Sometimes people call it an avatar. Create this, this person in your mind that, first of all, every episode, you're going to be speaking to this person. I know my person. My, my person is the busy professional who has this urge and desire to start a podcast because they have something to share but they really don't know how to get started. They don't have the time to get started because they're managing a business. Maybe it's a small business. They've got a team of a couple of people or a handful of people. Maybe they're only by themselves, but they're doing well and they want to spread this message to more people, but they could never do a podcast without help or they could never do a podcast without the right information. So to create that avatar, what I did was I started to think about, okay, who are my best clients? Who are the people I enjoy working with? What's their age? What's their gender? What do they like? What do they dislike? What, what types of businesses do they run? Where do they hang out online? Where do they shop? What careers do they have? What careers did they have before? And when I wrote down all the answers to those, it created this image in my mind of this person that I could speak to. I, I had an idea of how old they were and what situation they were in. And that has helped me as I've created all of my episodes. So even if you're 100 episodes in or you're just starting out, take a chance now to, to sit down and answer those personal brand three questions. What pisses you off? What breaks your heart? What problem are you trying to solve? And then think about your current clients. Who do you really love working with? Who are your best clients? What problems are they having? And then you know, go in there and do some market research and see what other people are talking about. See what other people are listening to that also like you. And then create that avatar, create that ideal listener uh, person that has all of these characteristics and, and qualities that you have figured out so that you have an image of someone that you wanna talk to every time you do an episode. For a long time, I've been looking for a way to connect busy podcasters like you who really don't want to waste a moment, but they want to supercharge the growth of their show and 
That's why I'm really pleased to announce that I am starting a podcaster mentor mind where I am going to take you on a journey to market, grow, and monetize your podcast. We're going to execute on long-term podcast marketing strategies that will grow your show and your business. The point of this mentor mind is to tackle podcast challenges and problems together. So I want you to join this intentional elite and high caliber community of professionals who are growing their podcasts. We're going to develop strategies and execute on them. We're going to share ideas across different industries. We're going to network to assist you in booking interviews on your show. And you're going to be continually updated on the latest podcasting trends. So if you're interested in this, go to dannyosmond.com slash mentormind. There you'll be able to find out more information about the things we'll be doing, like monthly Q&A calls, expert calls each quarter, four half-day virtual retreats each year. We're going to work on growing your business and growing your podcast. Now, you might have seen other masterminds out there, and they cost $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month, $5,000 a month. The idea with this MentorMind is to keep it affordable to you so that you can get the information you need to grow and continue to grow throughout the year and throughout the years. That's why this MentorMind is only $150 per month. You can actually save more by paying an annual payment as well. So go to dannyosmond.com slash MentorMind to apply today. So I'm stealing an idea or I'm borrowing an idea from a podcast that I love called Pantsuit Politics, where it is two moms. They're both former lawyers. Um, they love talking about politics. One is um, sort of progressive. One is center right. And <clears throat> they love to really get deep into topics and have nuanced conversations about politics. So uh, it's one of these things over the last few years that I, I fell in love with because it was a refreshing way, refreshing way to get um, news and, and discussion of what's going on in a deeper level than we, of course, have um, seen during the last four years of the Trump presidency. Um, and they do this wonderful segment that I love. Uh, it's at the end of their show every week. So I, I thought I would steal it. They do this segment, you know, what's on your mind outside of politics. So I thought I would do what's on my mind outside of podcasting, because I spend all my <laughs> every day thinking about podcasting and helping our clients that, you know, I do have a life and I wanted you guys to see a little bit into that. Um, some of you that have listened from the beginning know that um, I have two children a daughter and a son, and that my 13-year-old daughter suffered a brain injury during birth that led to a diagnosis of cerebral palsy. Um, she also has some lung issues and things like that. So needless to say, um, for the last year, we haven't done much, you know, simply because we, of, of course, um, I won't hide my politics. I'm, I'm pretty center uh, left. I believe in science. So I have mainly been listening to Dr. Fauci from the beginning of one of our clients, um, Ginger Campbell, who has the podcast Brain Science, recommended a podcast called This Week in Virology early on. So I've been listening to doctors and scientists since the beginning of this pandemic. Um, so with my daughter's um, lung issues, with my middle age uh, and my wife's middle age, as well as 
um, an aging mother, we have really not done anything this last year um, outside the house except for go to medical appointments when we needed to and go to the pharmacy. Um, everything else has been delivered, uh, groceries, you know, Amazon, we're one of those people where there's an Amazon box every day, things that we need. Um, we took, you know, we've taken a couple of weeks away at vacation houses through Airbnb so that we wouldn't ever see another human being. And we've limited, you know, I haven't maintained our cars at all. We haven't done anything. Um, and so what's on my mind outside politics is this, this wall that I'm now hitting in the pandemic. Um, I am introverted. I am an Enneagram three wing four and also pretty introverted. So for me, the last year has been okay. Um, for the most part, I, you know, was fine being at home every day, having the same routine, uh, connecting with people on zoom occasionally, but you know, really I don't have that many friends locally that I would hang out with anyway. Most of my friends are <clears throat> all around the country. And so I missed that, you know, at the, at the very beginning of this pandemic back in February and March, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm very surprised that, uh, I didn't get sick. Um, I may have been exposed to SARS-CoV-2. I don't know, you know, early in February last year, I was at a conference in New Orleans, um, right before Mardi Gras. And then immediately after that went to San Diego, um, to go to social media marketing world at the beginning, uh, the first part of social media marketing world. And then at the very beginning of March, I had a booth on the exhibition floor at PodFest 2020, where over the, you know, I was right next to Libsyn's booth. And so over the course of three days, I probably shook hands and talked with 300 to 500 people. Um, and so I'm really blown away that I wasn't, you know, and maybe I was, and maybe I had asymptomatic um, COVID-19 or something like that. Um, but I'm very surprised I didn't get sick. And so very early on, paying attention to science and, and the doctors, we decided, you know, that we would follow their recommendations to a T. And so for a year, I've been going just fine. Um, but just recently, you know, I've, I've started to feel it. I've started to feel the need to be connected to other people. Um, and so I'm very glad that vaccinations are, are moving ahead. I'm, I'm very happy at the news that, you know, by the summer, my wife and I'll likely be vaccinated and potentially my 13 year old will be vaccinated as well. Um, and that my son will be able to go back to in-person, um, classes in school, you know, next fall. Um, but like, that's what we've started to see recently is that, um, I have two pretty extroverted kids and I've seen recently in them, the emotional, uh, effects of this pandemic and being at home and not being able to be with friends and be with other kids. Um, and you know, so I'm very excited at this news. Um, you know, my eight year old son is, he's a voracious reader. He reads everything. And so he is able to get lost in his own world. But even with him, I've started to see recently that his energy levels and his, um, you know, happy go lucky crazy attitude that he always had has started to um dim just a little bit and so i just wanted to you know put that out there and let you know let people know what we we've gone through um 
I know everybody else has gone through a lot as well. And so I just want to, you know, welcome you. Like if you, if you just need to share with someone and you need to, um, chat, like feel free to email me, feel free to message me, um, and, and tell me about what you've been going through. And, and by all means, if you listen to this podcast and you have a podcast, don't hesitate to share your experiences with your own audience because that, you know, look, <laughs> what's on my mind outside of podcasting? I've gone right back to talking about podcasting. But, you know, it's really helpful to share those stories with your audience because then they understand that you really are a person like them and care about them and they care about you. And so they want to hear that. So thanks again for you know joining me this week. And I will talk to you very soon. Mm-hmm.